Why is it that every time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny? You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? Why don't you know y'all just say something nice? Showtime. button okay good all right so you said redan high school right yeah it might be redone high school we're gonna look it up right now live on the thing before we get started with the actual show google what? What? maps what would we need to, i want to why would we i want to see if it's redan high school you mean like oh you would look at the at a street um, view yeah um, nigga we got technology in 2018 we got to use it sure <laughs> Redan High School, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Is Redan not an actual city of its own? Well, that's what I don't understand about how places are set up in America. Because I thought that Redan is, I thought Redan is like an area inside of Stone Mountain. It can't be a city unto itself. Even though on Google Maps, there's literally a big block of text that says Redan and it's over an area. So I'm not, I'm confused. Because Redan High School is inside of Stone Mountain. Hmm. So I don't understand how that's set up. I thought Redan is not a place. Redan is just like the road that things are on. It's not Redan High School. I'm looking at the front of it right now. Um, Unless it's some sort of like side view. This, the exterior looks more like a middle school, even though they talk about 12th graders. Well, the only, the only other place I could think of um, is Stone Mountain High School. I'm sorry, um, Clarkston High School. Clarkston. Oh, Lord. I bet that's, I bet that's popping. Say, the reason why I say that is because his school is very diverse. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Clarkson High School is an extremely diverse um, high school because of the fact that Clarkson has the highest refugee population in um, Georgia. Yeah. They're probably not Clarkson. Well, I mean, at the same time, this is like the back door anyway, so we wouldn't be able to tell what school it is. It's probably on purpose from the location scouting. Why is that? Is it because the school's gonna get stormed by 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 what publicists and like? No, they want to avoid. They want to avoid areas that have signs on them, so they don't have to work. They, so they can save money in the budget on like you know covering the signage. Oh. Now because they, 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 they people are just gonna go randomly to the school. They're like, oh my god, they shot Atlanta here. Oh, like, they shot Atlanta everywhere. You gonna go to Beaufort Highway and hang out? Crazy people. But oh well. Uh, this is mean that I made note of that I I have questions about. It's you're probably gonna say it's not that big of a deal, but I have questions about it, so we'll discuss it when. Okay. And one last thing, Earn is twenty eight years old. You mean now? Now. Oh, okay. So. I he was, never mind. He was. Supposed to be 16, 17? Wait, I guess he's a little bit younger. So let's say he's 27. Now, he's 27 in the pilot. I figured a year had passed, but maybe he hasn't. So this takes place 20... Wait, no. Okay, my math is all fucked up. Because this clearly takes place in 1999. 
Like it sort of has to take place in 1999 or 98 at the very least because there's an Equimini album on the wall. Um, and Equimini came out at the end of 1998. Um, how do people remember that stuff? Nigga, I, we were there. That's how. Um, <laughs> well, like you all just like marked it like this day in history. I will forever remember this album came out in 1999. What? Uh, mm. Or maybe he's, uh, it's FUBU. All right, they fucked up the timeline. This is like Barry. It's Barry Allen shit. Because, all right. So, like, did you have did you have these posters on your wall to like to remember? Nigga, I didn't have. We, we'll get, I didn't have posters on my wall. All right, let's assume that he's about he's like fourteen. Let's assume this is high school and he's fourteen years old. Because it, it says middle school in the description. Let's let's say he looks thirteen. I'll say Wait, thirteen. That doesn't look like high school. But there's 12th graders. That means it has to be high school. And they're doing... These are 12th graders? No, there's 12th graders. They talk about 12th graders in the episode. And they're studying biology, which in America, you don't really do that biology oh, shit until, until your I ninth forgot. grade year. So let's say he's in 14. America, they don't... I forgot in America, they, they, each of the different stages of school are ranked with a different building. Right. So... If you mention, if you're a child and you mention 12th graders in your same building, that means you're inside of a high school. Okay. All right. So, Ern was 27 in 2016 when the show first started. Let's just assume they're running in real time. Um, so, that means he was 17 in 2006. So, if he's 14 here, this has to take place in 2003, which I guess makes sense. Or it could be made to make sense, at least. Well, because, no. It's got to take place earlier than that because fucking FUBU. Um, although FUBU ran for a good while. It had a little run. Um, <laughs> I wonder if it's like a thing that um I can find that sort of kind of like tells me what year this actually takes place in. Or if it's supposed to be made ambiguous because of... Um, all right, so it takes place for 2003 because let's say, say it takes place in 98. And let's just assume that these characters are older than they were in the pilot script, that it's not the official ages that they are. So let's say he was 14 in 1998. Are you saying all of this because. So he'd be 34 at now. At some point. Are you saying all this because. Wait, at no, some point no, not 34. Show. Would he be 30? No, he wouldn't be 34. Wait, how old am I? Well, he would be 34. Oh, God, I'm old. <laughs> So like he's he be bigger than me. Are you making all these? Are you making all these, these, these assumptions because at some point in the show they tell you his actual age? Well, no. I'm assuming that the boy is 14. I'm assuming that this is high school. That he's in the ninth grade. Okay. That he's a freshman. But I'm just saying, are you setting up? Are you saying all this because at some point in the show? No. In the show Atlanta, they mention Ern's age. They mention Ern's age. I have a I have a copy of the pilot script, and they mentioned he was 27. And he mentioned Alfred was older, like about four years older. But he might, the characters might be older than that because they just sort of kind of made this timeline work. Or they might just be just doing, but they might be basing this on Don Glover's actual age, which he's like 34, right? I don't know. Donald Glover, how old are you? Well, yeah, go ahead and intro the show while I'm doing this, please, sir. Are you recording, by the way? I'm about to. I didn't know when you want me to start. <laughs> we already started. 
Yeah, but I didn't want people. I didn't think you wanted people to hear about you searching for all this stuff. I did. Oh. <laughs> Donald Glover is thirty-four years old. He'll be thirty-five this year. He's only a year and some change younger than me. He's old. Fuck you. He's an old man. He was but born on an Air Force base in California. But he's he's using good. Um, black people skin products. And you're saying I'm not. What? No, I'm saying that Donald Glover is using good black people skin products. Oh, dear. Please hold. Is that your heart meter? I don't know what's going on, y'all. I think Ali has to go make sure that his oxygen machine is working. Okay, our timeline is safe again. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Wally. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. I am your host, Ali, and I'm joined by Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Wait, uh, wait. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And we are here reviewing Atlanta Season 2, Episode 10, entitled FUBU. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just, just, just a little background on the episode itself. Uh, um, according to the website I'm looking at right now, uh, Donald Glover himself directed yep. this episode. Um, it's it's also written by his brother <clears throat> Stephen. Yeah. <coughs> and, um, and yeah, uh, quick synopsis. This is basically a a throwback um, to nineties, late nineties. Well, it's, I guess it's a throwback and a flashback, and uh, to the late nineties, um, yep. where where a young Donald Glover, what a young uh, sorry Ern. played sorry a young Ern Ernest and a young Alfred are attending the same, and after a number of of. Uh, <laughs> Of, of speculation, Brandon has concluded that it is probably high school. Yeah, they say middle school in the description, and he and and um, Don Glover shouts out specifically Miller Grove Middle School, which is in DeKalb County, which I'm looking at now on Google Maps, and it's not the school that was used to, to film this episode at all by any means. Um, but there is also a Miller Grove High School, which I'm guessing is nearby. Um, and let's see what that looks like. Huh. Interesting. See, I don't I don't know where any of this. This is all like in like deep in this this it's in Lithonia. Middle Middle Grove High School is in Lithonia. Lithonia is very close to Stone Mountain. Yes, it is. It's Ali lives in right Stone Mountain. And Lithonia is where um New Birth Baptist Church is. Why are you trying to have everybody <laughs> Triggered. We're talking about Eddie Long. I don't want to talk about Eddie Long. I don't want to, but why you want everybody to know where I live? Though I, I'm confused. Oh, you didn't want people to know where you live? I'm, I'm bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> they ain't coming. Like they could come visit you. They be riding around big ass Stone Mountain talking about where's Ali? I have to find Ali. Where is he? Where are you at? Just kidding. I just don't want that kind of foot traffic. Anywho, well, yeah. So anyway, so Ern, he's somewhere. He's somewhere in like either the eighth or the ninth grade. So it's either middle, late middle school or early high school. 
um, because um, and he hasn't because he hasn't quite grown into his head yet. He hasn't grown to his head yet. Voice hasn't cracked yet. And the biggest thing that he's dealing with in his life is um, getting picked on by the other kids. So that's definitely like seven. That seventh through eighth through ninth grade before children start getting after school jobs and girlfriends and boyfriends and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course. So of course, the people who are reviewing this are 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 such social butterflies that we all right. We, we were fucking this, nerds, okay, listeners. That we know this intimately, right? right? Yeah. And so like listen, we're, we're the so, correct people to to analyze <laughs> when's the correct time for things, social changes to be happening to somebody. Yes, we're we're so hip. Yeah. So listen. Uh, this episode triggered the fuck out of me. It's a very good episode, but um, Donald and Stephen Glover, uh, I'm a little bit mad at y'all. I ain't gonna say anything derogatory because I think y'all did a wonderful job, but y'all triggered the entire living fuck out of me. But I'm assuming they triggered the fuck out of themselves putting this episode together. Because I swear to God, young Earn is me. Except he didn't have gigantic orange glasses. Even you laughing now. <laughs> gigantic, gigantic orange. Why would they do that to you? My, because my mom wanted me to have glasses. Those were the cheapest ones. And I thought I would get something that matched hers. I'm stupid. It was my fault. When I turned 16, I went and got some of those boys to men glasses. You know, the wire ones. Boys to men glasses. Yeah. I will Google that later. No, just you know, boys to men, like they had like the little tiny wire glasses that would be on their nose. You oh you, I forgot it's you. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I need to Google uh think of boys a picture of boys to men. Um Boys to Men was an R and B group. Yes, I know that part. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it was for um they had the bit some of the you know the biggest hits. Uh, I made love to you. End of the road. Uh, once we did Mariah Carey. I will beat you. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> All right. Um, is your chat open? Yes. Um, hopefully this copy paste works. I can't copy the image. There's only one of them with a pair of glasses. Yeah, that's Nathan. So I had glasses like Nathan. You had square glasses with no bottom rims? No, mine had a bottom rim, but it was very thin. I see. And you thought... This would make me cooler. And I would stop getting picked on. Didn't work. Let's start the, let's start the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, in the first scene in this episode... Um, we are with Ern and his mom at the TJ Maxx. Marshalls. Marshalls. You know they're the same company, right? TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Ross is all the same company. Yes. Yeah. I forgot what I forgot what it was called, though. What's this company? I the think the company's name is TJ Maxx. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like the corporate name anyways, is TJ Maxx. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, so, anybody who lives in the South, this is very... This is very obvious. Like, this is... Anybody who's like, I think, I think they're, they're like nationwide. Like anybody whose mama um, worked like a job where she couldn't afford to like buy you fancy shit, you know what this is. Listen, I'm gonna tell you how struggling we were in my house. If we had to go to TJ Maxx to get clothes, 
Sorry, if we got to, or I have my hand from my face. If we got to go to TJ Maxx to get clothes, um, that was a special day. Most of my clothes came from Walmart and Kmart and every other kind of Mart when I was a child. Hold on a second. So to set up for the people who don't know, just in case, um, what is the hierarchy here in terms of expensive versus cheap? Nigga, so, have you been to Walmart since you've been in this country? For the people who are listening... Who don't know, just in case. Could you please explain the hierarchy in terms of... All right. My mom was a teacher, just like Van. She couldn't afford to buy me stuff that was not, that was like super nice or whatever. So uh, Walmart and um, Kmart was where you went to go buy your children clothes. Or Sears. She used to go to Sears a lot when Sears was having sales. Or I needed nice stuff. She would go to Sears. We'd go to the mall. So what... so what you're saying is Walmart and Kmart are usually the go-to yeah. for cheap, for very, really, really, really cheap. Stuff. Right. Okay. Whereas places like Sears and TJ Maxx or Ross, no. they're a little hot. Walmart and Kmart, then TJ Maxx, Ross and Marshalls, then Sears. Like for whatever reason, she skipped the middle. I don't know if she ever went to TJ Maxx like that when, it, when I was a kid. I went to TJ Maxx a lot when I was a teenager because I wanted to buy flash shit and DJ Maxwell had to flash it on discount like you know the kind that was you know that was like a misshapen all the misshapen ones or the ones that were okay. on clearance um oh she well she did go to Birds and Coat Factory which is in the same the same level as TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Ross Birds and Coat Factory is a different a different company but it's at that same level so she went there a lot so yeah that works I see yeah, the corporate name is TJX, apparently. Like, they took okay. the M, the A, and one of the X's off. But yeah, TJX owns uh, uh, TJ Maxx and all like that. Marshalls. Oh, Ross is his own company. How about that? My bad. I thought Ross and TJ Maxx okay. were the same company. The more you know. Ross, dress for less. <laughs> oh, they publicly traded. You want to buy some stock in Ross? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, so Ern and his mama are at the, at the, at the TJ, TJ Maxx because they, they, they sell all sorts of random shit besides clothes. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> he said that like every other kid bored out of his mind. And so he goes looking through like the racks while she's looking at um, ashtray holders and things. And he, so for whatever reason, he finds a little girl hiding in the men's section. Yeah, which is again, this is to me, this is very I um what do you call it? This is um what's the word I'm looking for? A non sequitur. This is no, this is this is something that is very familiar, a very familiar sight to me. I mean, if I, I feel like as if it's at any store mm-hmm. <laughs> you go to where you have kids, your kids will you know, wherever if you're if you're not somebody who like holds on to your kids and you know they they want to do something else if they have a video game or whatever they're gonna find a spot to sit down right. and not be bothered and just start playing games. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I've well, seen this she's before. yeah she's playing. I mean, pause it because I'm gonna make sure I get the game system correct that she's playing. Um, it looks like a it's not a Game Boy. It has to be a Game Boy. It has to be a Game Boy Advance. So this has to be like 2001 or so. Is it is it purple? It's not purple. It's clear. It's like white clearish. Oh. Like you can see through it. Yeah. So um, it's like a part like a Game Boy Advance of some sort. Yeah. And if it's if it's that, it's yeah. Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So it's fine. like two thousand one or so. 
Uh, so F- Fubu is still popular, but it's like it's on it's it's on its way out. <laughs> I actually didn't buy my first Fubu things until about 2000, 2001 when I was in college. Cause I had to buy it myself. My mom was my mom and my dad weren't buying that shit for me. Oh. Uh, yeah. I never owned a Fubu anything. Did they sell Fubu down there on the island? They sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I did not own so a really quick history of Fubu. It was started by Floor Blackman in 1992. And you know what FUBU means, right? For us, by us. Right. Who is us? <laughs> Black people, Brandon. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, Damon John, Carlton Brown, J. Alexander Martin, and Keith Perrin. Okay. Yeah, it was most popular in 98. Now, we have said that this episode might be set somewhere. It could be anywhere between 99 and 2001 because just because you see a girl with a Game Boy Advance, it could have been a game year. I don't know what those look like. I didn't, I didn't live that sake of life back then. Because um, FUBU was at its most popular, though, in 98. That was this peak. Uh, they still sell FUBU. Do they? Yeah, like they dropped off in the 2000s, but like, you know, they, they're trying to come back now. For a very long time until he started his own shit, LL Cool J was like the official face of FUBU. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. Okay. Yeah, he was in all the ads. So if he wanted to like LL Cool J and be cool, um, he it's, would it's, put on FUBU. The word cool is in his name. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, so it must be true. Right. So um, Earn... Um, sees the Holy Grail sitting on the clearance um, shelf, 50% off on the clearance rack. It's a FUBU shirt, yellow. Uh, mine was not yellow. It was like um, like gray with like a like a um, purple gradient at the bottom. Um, so, and also this is not a, a real, a real um, store. This is a set on a style stage. That okay. They dress it like a TJ Maxx sort of a store. I can well, sort of tell because it's too small. <laughs> what do you mean? What is too small? The 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 um this um store that they're in is too small. But Brandon, you haven't seen. But we haven't seen all four corners of the store yet. We've seen enough. It's a little bit We've too seen small. Sections, even uh, like the aisles are too small. Yeah, yeah. Everything is too small. It's also a little bit too clean. Yes, this is this is a. It, I mean, that's fine. It's TV, but yes, yeah, this is a soundstage. Okay, I didn't. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't have thought that they would have gone to a real. But okay, fine, whatever. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, real stores like not going to shut down necessarily for long enough for them to shoot this unless they had like big, big money. It's probably cheaper for them to build it on the set, on the set, on the set, anyways. But yeah, so he he gets his mom to buy it, and she just takes a little price, and she's like, okay, that's how that's how you know it was a good sale. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, I was watching this show and I made this note, and I I my 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 thoughts were basically. She doesn't get it. She doesn't like. She doesn't get the whole the significance about this shirt. Yeah, she doesn't understand it. She, but she takes a look at it, and the only reason that it gets into the cart is because it was cheap. And not only that, she's like, "You still gotta work for it. Go get me some chips from the um the snack section by the jeans." What does that mean when she said it's the thing? It's the chips putting the chips of the all on it on the. What is that? What what happened? She said that the potato chips, the logo on the potato chips is an owl. Oh, oh, that's the wise potato chips. 
You never had why? Do they still make wise potato chips? How about that? Oh, oh my God. Uh, hold on. Um, yeah, they still make wise potato chips. They got a website and everything. Hold on. Wisesnacks.com. Um, this is not an advertisement. Um. <laughs> uh, I see. Yeah. I do not. I am not a snack person. Audience members who are listening in. So when it comes to when it comes to potato chips and different brands, I have no idea. <laughs> All I just know is if you tell me Ali, go get some potato chips from the store. I'm gonna grab the first one, and it's probably the one that you don't like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what does the student episode takes place in '99? Just for the sake of averaging everything out, because they play all '90s music throughout the episode. Because it starts out with okay. um, a Tracy Chapman record. I forgot what it's called. Um, that's the first one that plays while um while they in the TJ Maxx. Well, yeah. So, so go ahead. So yeah. So the significance. So basically, this whole po- the whole point of the first scene is to set up the fact that you know. This is the this is the 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 shirt the Fubu shirt is is going to be, um you know the the running theme of the, the episode. significance of the Fubu shirt is going to be the running theme of this the of this episode right. basically. Um, it's in, it's extremely important to earn, and you can tell not only because he grabs it first and begs his mom to get it, but because he literally stays up. And be, and gets up before before the alarm clock. Yes, he does to put it on. So, um, on, on them is Kirkonda. Did y'all have anything that was popular like that? Where all the kids wore it to where like the kids who did it got picked on. Okay, so on Themis Wakanda, um, every school wears a uniform. So there are no public schools on the island. There, no, there are no schools on the island that don't have uniforms. Ah. Okay, so so it doesn't matter if your school is public or private; everyone wears a uniform. Right. Not too long after Donald Glover would have graduated, and after I, and that was a little bit after I graduated. Schools in Georgia, not every school, but most of the schools that I know of, that from my friends who have kids, most of them have adopted uniforms in middle school. I think oh, high school kids can still wear what they want to, but middle school and elementary school kids all have uniforms, um, color coded based on what school you're going to. Yeah, so so this whole idea of kids picking on other kids because of what they're wearing, that wouldn't really happen a lot in, in Dominica because, you know, everyone's wearing the same thing. Right. Because I remember I saw um, that Charlie Brown movie, Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown and Don't Come Back, and they had to wear uniforms to the schoolhouse in, uh, in France. I was like, that's so weird. They have to wear a uniform? Yep. Famous last well, one. It, uh, what... It's a, it, it, the uniforms pretty much almost solve, well, they solve some of the problems that, that will happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yep. So, Ern has got his FUBU shirt on. He goes to the bus stop and the DeKalb County school bus comes and picks him up. Okay. First of all, look at the expression on Ern's face. Ern is so He is so excited. happy. He, he just knows that he's going to have an awesome day. Right. Because people are going <laughs> to compliment him on his shirt. He's finally going to be cool. People are going to pick on him for being smart. So Ern gets on the bus, and first of all, shout out to them for finding the old ass uh, Georgia school bus because it's got green seats instead of instead of brown. I distinctly remember when all the buses changed seats from green to brown when I was a kid. So I don't know if they went and found an old ass bus or if the buses are turned back to green seats, but awesome for them. 
Um, cool. He gets a compliment on his shirt when he sits down. Oh, I guess this kid... Uh, okay, so this kid... <coughs> I guess this is his friend, Chris, who wants the... Um, well, friend is a strong word. <coughs> I feel like this is a business relationship because this kid didn't do his math homework and earn and let him copy it during lunch. Right. Um, but I don't. But I don't know if that really goes down because there's a later scene where lunch actually does come, but Ern doesn't have the notes because he left it in his locker. Right. Well, he has a stressful day ahead of him, as we find out later. Uh, <laughs> and so there's one, there's one younger kid, and sort of kind of towards the front of the bus, throws a yogurt out the window, and because it's Atlanta and everything goes wrong when it doesn't need to, <laughs> it swings around through the wind and comes in the back window and hits one of the older kids. And the kid's like, who threw that? Who threw that? Who did it? And everybody's quiet, but there's one little snitch nigga just comes out of nowhere just and points. <laughs> Slides yeah, back out the frame. He needs to get beat up. That shit was funny. That's going to be a gift. It's just, it's the, it's just right. funny the way he slid into the frame and pointed and just slid back out. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I'm almost I'm almost certain that that's probably a gif. <laughs> I will try to find it. If it ain't, I should make it. But yeah, so the, so the older kid comes and the kid tries to apologize, but he uh, uh, the older kid hits him in the head and of course and, and, and like I heard that. I felt that impact. Yeah. Um. But um. Ern's friend Chris sort of kind of giggles on his breath because he ain't shit. And the driver, listen, there are some useless ass ch- school bus drivers who are transporting your children to and fro. No, no moving around on the bus. Is that it? A child just punched another child in the fucking head. But you're a bus driver. How would you know that that happened though? You can see that shit. He just don't care. You sure? Yes. He's moving and he's supposed to be paying attention to the road. But he's got that big ass mirror up there. All right, you never, y'all didn't have school buses. Have you, have you ever been on a school bus? Actually, no. Yeah, so the school bus driver's mirror, if you take a look at it in the episode, I don't know if you have the episode up, the mirror is fucking big. You can see, with the mirror like that, you can see all the way to the back seat. I think you'll probably see the movement. I think you'll probably see the activity after the punch because obviously as a, there's no way you can anticipate a punch. I don't know. I think he saw that shit and don't care. I'm just saying, like, you, you probably will see the activity after the punch. So you'll be like, then you'll be like, wait, what's going on here? What, mm. you know, what's happening, right? But the other thing I want to ask you, too, is even if he did see something, what was he supposed to do, Brandon? Um, Write that child up but, when he got to the schoolhouse. Okay. Because I was like, you can't stop. Because isn't that kind of a rule? About you can't stop the bus, no. To, you can write the kid yeah. up when he gets to the schoolhouse. Okay. Speaking of the schoolhouse, we are we are there. Uh, shout out to whoever, whatever child did a uh, history report on the Great Migration, <laughs> which was something I was not taught in school, oh. or at least not taught in the way that it had a name and it was a thing. Because um, the problem is that with um, public school, like by the time you get to like the modern era. Your school term is practically over by the time you get to World War II in U.S. history class. <laughs> and that course sort of kind of coincides with the Great Migration. So it you get you don't really get to focus on it the way that black children at least, or everybody really actually get actually should be able to. So Ern walks into this walks into the homeroom and he is happy as a pig in slop. 
<laughs> and he takes the kid takes his cut off. And uh I don't know what this kid's name is. Um, um what is this boy's name? Because I think the closed caption gives him a name. Um, but yeah, he's like, oh shoot, Er got a Fubu shirt. Oh no, this kid's name is Chris. So I don't know what the other kid on the bus's name is. So Chris is the one with the high top fade, which is also the anachronism. Yeah. Um because that's because that's who I thought you were seeing that's not his friend. Yeah, that nigga is not that, that, nigga. that guy. That guy is definitely not his friend. That is not his friend. He's like he's that the class sick. clown. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, and, um, Erica, the girl he likes, is like, "Hey, Aaron, I like your shirt. Thanks, it's new." And then the bad shit happens. Um, Devin, who's another kid in the same class, comes into who goes into the homeroom with the same ass shirt. Um, so, so here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching this. Episode, and I'm just like, I'm. I mean, thank God it's not like a bunch of adults because it, it takes kids a, a a while to figure this out. But like, it's pretty obvious to me which one of these is the is the is a real Fubu shirt. Yeah, uh, Devin has the real one, and Ern has the fake. There's one. there's no way Ern has the has the real one. I mean, Devin's <laughs> own has that. It has that. You know that that thing you see on on um. On jerseys, the black, um, the black patch. Yeah, he has the, the patch. Yeah, yeah, the thing on the front, man, that looks so authentic. Th- th- no, there's just no way Ern's on is 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 real. Matter of fact, I mean, they might both be fake because both of the Fs are upside down on the on the sleeves. They oh, might, really? They might both be fake. <laughs> 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 right, and so wow. this, so, and so this ragged, little raggedy ass Chris gets up. Oh, okay, what do y'all niggas got a fake shirt? Because the shirts are this are almost the same, but they there there are some distinctions. Uh, Devin's shirt has a patch on it, and his also mm-hmm. has and Ern's has two stripes on the sleeves rather than just one. So he's so the kid. So Chris starts checking the tags. He starts examining the fucking shirt, like like and 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 smelling his like, face. Like, <laughs> like okay, Edna, <laughs> fine, sure. <laughs> like, this is, yeah, this is not an this is not an authentic. Okay, fine. <laughs> no sure. capes. Yeah, and so was uh, so they say um, they can't quite figure it out. So they say um, Johnny Lee's gonna know. Um, and so well, I'll wait for the, with the joke. But when he said Johnny Lee, I was like, right, so some nigga from the country whose parents no. don't like him knows which shirt is fake. Man, the moment they said that, I was like, oh my god, they're about to get some Asian kid. See, you thought it was crazy. I thought so. When I, hear I the don't name, know. When I hear the name Johnny, I think it's like Johnny Lee Jackson. Like, I think it's like a black kid who grew up in like Wrightsville. No offense to Wrightsville. I was just there yesterday. Uh-oh. I was like, they're gonna get an Asian kid, and they're gonna use some of the stereotype that mm-hmm. <laughs> that because everything is made in Asia. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna know. Yeah, don't, don't read ahead. Um, so, um. So um, we have Mr. Haley, who is a substitute teacher, who comes in um, to substitute for their homeroom teacher, who is Mrs. Fox, who's not there today. Um, and Chris Clowns, this poor man, who is um, a larger gentleman, sort of kind of like Heavy D, if Heavy D taught school and didn't know how to pick out ties. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so this poor boy is acting the entire fool. <laughs> he tells him to sit down He gets on top of the desk And starts doing a shimmy I was like What the Alright cool 
And he's, and he's like, please sit down. I'm going to write you up. And so he does it. So he sits down. And when he sits down, this boy says, earthquake falls on the flow. <sighs> Y'all have no chill in high school. Okay, fine. <laughs> no chill at all. So it's, it's clear that, you know, the, this kid has no problem clowning the teacher. So, you know, um, you know he's going to clown Earn. And the funny thing is that, like, the, yes, I'm guessing that's what it sets up. It sets yeah. up that this this kid is a, a real problem for anybody who's anybody who's like just a, a like a just one step out of the norm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I knew a little bastard child like that too when I was a kid. <laughs> and he had a high top fade. He had cut it off by this point. I ain't gonna say I, I see um I was around Christians this weekend, y'all, so I'm not gonna say what I really want to say. So I'm gonna okay. be quiet right now. Bless his heart. I'll do that. Um, next scene after the commercial break, um, we beat young Alfred, who apparently is in ROTC. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to ask you about how that works in high schools. I barely know because I wasn't in it. Essentially, you know, it's like soup. It's like it's like you know, junior army Boy Scout shit. Basically, like, it's not Boy Scouts. We know it's like. You are setting up to join the military when you turn eighteen, basically. Okay, because that's okay. That's because that's what I figured it. It was. Um, I had seen it. I had seen some of that stuff before, and I've like I just researched just a little bit, and it looks like it's basically that's what you said. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. So this has to be high school because they don't have ROTC in, in middle, middle school. school. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know how old Alfred is. I guess like sixteen or so. Um, I guess he is sixteen or about because like the, um, his classmate, um, who was an Indian kid, has brought him to the principal's mm-hmm. office because he's accusing him of stealing his calculator. I think it's the thing is because these kids actually look like actually look like kids in high school, and I'm so used to watching Riverdale, where oh, where, been, where the been, kids oh, are played okay. by fully grown so people. Been, yeah, so you've been accustomed to Dawson casting. Yes. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to wait for love to be over. <laughs> but you can. But you can wait. And you will. So, so yeah. Right. Okay. So, the kids, like, so I bought this graphing calculator from, uh, from Alfred, but then he stole it from me. And so, he took him to the principal's office. And so, it's like... Oh, that's not what I understood. What I understood was... What I, wasn't, what I understood is that Alfred... Tried to to sell <laughs> a, a graphing calculator to someone who the graphing calculator already belongs to because his name is engraved on the graphing calculator. No, no, he bought it from <laughs> he bought it from Alfred, mm-hmm. and he took it home and had it engraved, and then Alfred right. stole it. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other way around because I was like, that is. That is the most gangster shit I've ever heard in my life. If you if you stole something and it already has someone's engraved name on it, and then you just happen to sell it back to that same person. I mean, what he did was raggedy anyway. Just in a, just, yeah, just in a different way. So but it would have been even better. <laughs> so so of course, you know, Alfred's about to get in trouble. He's like, he tells the principal, like, you know, aren't both of us guilty? Don't you have to write both of us up? And this principal is because, so fucking soft. Te- 
Well, because apparently, according to the principle, you shouldn't be buying and you shouldn't be selling and buying shit from other students on this on this campus. So mm-hmm. even though Alfred's selling, that kid shouldn't have been buying either. So he's not wrong. Yep. So he's like, do what you got to do. And I'm guessing this kid must be like a, a pop, like a, like a like popular with the teachers, you know, like teacher's pet or whatever. And so the oh. principal gets soft and doesn't do it. And he's like, if I hear anything else about you buy, buying or selling anything, I'm going to send you to, to, to ISS in school suspension. And he's, he's like, thank you, but I'm going to need to pass. <laughs> and it's so funny because he takes the pass and flashes it in the kid's face. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a chain. <laughs> Like, as if he just, like, made an achievement or, like, he's... Yep. Success. Yeah. And so, and also, shout out to the, um, the, um, the, the 1990s uh, computers in the, um, in the uh, reception the area. The big, the ones with the big back. Yeah, the big back. <laughs> uh, ugly, um, uh, beige computer boxes. Also, these computers ain't on. I don't know if their budget wasn't wasn't. Um, they ain't had the budget to run the, the computers. The computers are not fucking on. <laughs> Why are you like this? I'm just I'm noticing shit. <laughs> but no, and, uh, as a positive, I didn't realize until this episode. This show is if it's not shot on film, it they they make they do like some film emulation stuff. In this episode, it's a little bit more obvious because like the, the grain is heavier because I like, guess supposed to be you know, like like a flashback sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that, that well, he goes out there on the door and he's like, you we got some snitches up in here. <laughs> yeah. So I guess from an early age, you can tell that Al is someone who can talk himself out of any situation. Yep. And he doesn't care. <laughs> yep, so, and then we go back to Earn and his best friend, who's a white kid. And this kid's oh, his actual his best friend. friend. <laughs> um, so I'm projecting a little bit. Um, when I was in oh, okay. middle school, my best friend was a white kid. Um, that white kid grew up to become a um, what's the proper term for it? What to say? A Trump supporter. Okay. We'll be. We'll be. We'll. 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 We'll take all the. Um, what do you call it? The um, editorialization out of it, and just say he's a Trump supporter. Okay who said a lot of things about, you know, other groups of people, but you're cool. And I said, but you're not, and so you're blocked. And that actually, blocking people usually makes me feel better because I'm like, this person's problematic, they're out of my life. But that one actually hurt my feelings. Okay. Because it's like, it's like, Tom, like like Thomas Wolfe, like I, who, like the quote they always use for him, that you can't go home again and you fucking can't. Right. And so it's funny because, you know, this kid, this white kid is like, I don't, I don't get what's so important about this shirt. Cause he's like, um, Ernest explained to him that if he finds out that um the, the kids find out his shirt is fake, they're gonna make fun of him, make give him some sort of der- derisive nickname to stick with the rest of his that's going to stick with him for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he's like, you know yep. Thomas Jones? Thomas Jones, who's that? Doo-doo Jones. <laughs> I, love, I love exactly and he's I like, like, Oh like, yeah. <laughs> the, by virtue of you not knowing the actual name, that just proves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid's like, doesn't seem like a big deal to me. I've worn this shirt twice this week. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I'm just like, well, that's you. <laughs> that's not my fault. It's also it's like it's a, it's a cultural thing too. Like black, yeah, like black you, people, you we love to like show off for each other. To sort of kind of prove that we're not poor, that we do have some sort of status, you know. 
Yeah, that kid would never understand. So keep it moving, Earn. Yep. We'll keep it moving as well. So now we're in um, biology class, which is why I figured that it has to be like the ninth grade because like you wouldn't have biology class by itself with like um, uh, microscopes and shit in middle school. Not in Georgia, at least. You know, they didn't want to spend that kind of money for middle school. <laughs> at least not at mine. Um, <laughs> and so the middle, the um, the teacher, she's trying to she's trying to teach him the difference between a plant cell and an animal cell. And um, this this girl, um, it was um, Denisha, right? That's her name. So. So she's up, yeah, Denisha. She's in the, she's sitting in the front row and she's got her head down. And she's like, my head hurts. She's like, remember you said you were going to like do some work today? <laughs> and she's like, so? And the teacher's like, I just want you, uh, um, are we going to have a good day today? And she's like, are we? <laughs> and it's funny because she doesn't do anything to teach her. She doesn't really do anything to um, Denisha. Yeah, which, so I was going to ask you about that. What's going on here, Brandon? We find out later in the episode. This this gets resolved in the plot. I mean, I know she shows up again, but I'm no no. When we get to that it. scene, I'll explain like okay, why cool. she doesn't punish this child. Okay, which I thought was actually a very 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 insightful thing for them to have the teacher do, especially considering it's okay. a white is a white teacher in a mostly black school. Um, okay, so this girl that who is Ern's uh, study partner, I thought it was Van. Like a young van, because she's like she could be a young van, but it's not. This girl's name is Rachel. Wait, I thought the girl who was doing biology with him, the girl who was looking at the uh, the plant cells with him. Yeah, isn't that no? Isn't that Erica? No, her name is Rachel. Erica is the girl who is sitting next to the girl. So Erica's the girl with the uh, with the, um, the long straightened hair, who with the blue sweater. If you have the episode up, I thought that was the same girl who complimented him on that. His, is that's Erica? That's why he was so happy and got the compliment. This is the girl he likes. No, no. I'm saying the girl he's partnered up with. I thought that was the same girl who complimented him in class. No, it's not. It's a different girl, an oh. entirely different girl. Okay. Um. So, uh, Erica is probably not doing any work. She is too busy giving her um her friend um notes to pass to earn over his over his shoulder. Oh, so that's okay. Now I understand. Because I thought it was just. I thought it was just. The girl, I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. It's all coming together now. All right. All right. So the first note is, do you like Erica? Uh, it is checkbox yes or checkbox no. Oh, I'm like, no, oh, it, God, they are really doing that, all, this, all this school shit. That makes it even worse. That makes the end of that scene even worse. So, of course, you know, Er takes a look. You know, he's like, yeah, I like Erica. Let me get this pencil out and do a check. Yes. <laughs> let, me, let me pull this level. <laughs> so he passes the note back. The next note is, is your shirt fake? Check box. Yes. <laughs> and then the third one. And all this whole time, him and Rachel are trying to do their work. Try to you know the difference between and you you notice in this episode like if you didn't know but it's setting Ern, up, but it's setting Ernest, up that Ern is really smart yeah he's yeah. super fucking smart so he's so it takes him it takes him a really short <laughs> time to figure out what all this stuff is going on right so yeah he he can have he can have time to focus on that but I hate this scene so much now now that you told me that yeah and so the third oh, one oh, I'm gonna read oh. this shit because I screamed I screamed so loud. <laughs> Let me pull that shit oh, up. That no. shit killed me. That's a whole. Are you sure? Because Erica don't like broke ass niggas. 
I I can. I can. When I saw that, I thought that was like a. Is that really what I'm reading on the episode? Like, I paused the episode to like read. And I was just like, would a little kid say something yes! like that? These ain't <laughs> little kids. Fun. These kids, these children are like 14 years old. But I haven't heard a child say that in so long. It just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't compute to me. Like, I've, I'm so used to watching adults say that on TV that when it looks like a high school student say, it just sounds out of place. But damn, you know, that's even worse because you told me that now we know it's coming, the note is coming indirectly from Erica. It's worse. <laughs> because... Because I mean, well, first of all, it sets up the fact that Erica is—I mean, Erica isn't shit, right? No, she's so, a she's a child in high school. Doesn't matter. She ain't shit for saying that. Wow. She ain't shit for saying that. She ain't shit for saying that. I'm just—I'm—I don't even care. All the like, all, all, all the kids uh-huh. in high school, like the guys, always wanted the prettiest girls. The girls always wanted the guys who had the, not the flashiest clothes. That's how it went. That's just—that's just so shitty to say. My God, I couldn't. Did y'all have uniforms in somebody. high school too? Yeah, high school. No, all always uniforms. As long as you went to an educational institution, you have high school. I mean, you have um uniforms. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. No. But that that's that's so messed up, man. For some listen, to see. my high school yeah. life was way worse than Earns is in this episode. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, but that's just effed up. I mean, I mean, you you're laughing at it, but it. I'm laughing. I, at I wish the, you I'm laughing at my pain. Um, turned into. I wish you episode. hadn't. I wish you hadn't. I wish I hadn't learned that that was coming directly, indirectly from Erica. I thought it was nosy ass kids who just wanted to know. But it makes sense, right? Of course, it would be Erica who's asking right. these questions. You ask, you ask the girl. You ask your friend to um to tell you to ask to ask her. Yeah, and so yeah, and, and so when Rachel finishes their report, <laughs> she's like, um, "You got a um a, a thread on your shirt." Yeah, and so Ern pulls it and he opens up the shirt. Because the shirt is cheap. Yeah. When it, when she said that, I was like, this dude is going to mess up and he's going to pull on the thread, isn't he? <laughs> and he did. And he does. Right. <laughs> and then like, he, he sees Devin across the, across the room staring daggers at him. Looking, like, looking at like, hmm, I see you. <laughs> yeah. And so Ern puts on a hoodie. <laughs> now, mind you, it don't look that cold. It don't. <laughs> And so two of the older boys, these boys are clearly like 11th or 12th graders, come up and he's like, nigga, where'd you get this fake ass fubu from? But I think they, what they start saying that you swear Phoebe. Yeah. For everyone by everyone. <laughs> and and there's no, like, like, like these kids are relentlessly picking on him. And he's trying to explain that his mom bought the shirt. It's not fake and everything. <laughs> this nigga ain't got on Fubu. He got on Phoebe. <laughs> And then and then they yell, everybody, this yeah. nigga got on Phoebe. So they, they say you type of nigga who wear four line Adidas because Adidas have three lines. <laughs> I'm leaving. Where's the... <laughs> that line killed me too because I was like, it doesn't register to me until I'm just like, oh, that's right. <laughs> right. And so Ernst, Ernst he's back to... I don't pay attention to, to this... I don't, pay attention to that, I don't pay attention to that kind of shit, Brandon. Like, I don't know if you've noticed. Like, you you see I don't pay attention to designer shit, right? I, I don't no. care. <laughs> so all this is hilarious to me because it's like, <laughs> these kids, <laughs> they're so hung up on it. <laughs> Continue. No. And so he goes to get lunch. 
And word has spread very fairly quickly already. Boy, he, like wildfire. <laughs> that he might be wearing a fake shirt because two of the brothers <laughs> who are the lunch people see him and both look at each other like, mm-hmm, that's the that's the little boy with the fake shirt, ain't it? Look at this even rag. The lunch people, <laughs> even the lunch people, what is going on in that high school? <laughs> Don't y'all have anything to do? <laughs> Let me see what they serving today. I didn't know this when I watched the episode the first time. I'm, I'm going to see what the fuck they serve. It's probably just mush. <laughs> we don't serve mush in America. We should, but we don't. Because what we get usually is mush anyway. Um, is that square pizza, my nigga? It is. It's square. It's, it's um. Listen, they did that. Listen, Donald and Steve were like, you think of what we used to have in, in, in high school, in, in school for lunch. It, and um, square pizza. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so like, um, so well, well, basically, it was like it was it was pizza, but it was always square for some reason, well, rectangular for some reason, and it just tasted like unhealthiness. But kids, we kids loved it. Like at, when they got to high school, you could get pizza every day if you wanted to. Hmm. But I thought there, it was this some kind of initiative about like. Um, healthier snacks and that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah yes, your former first lady put that into place. And you know that... Oh, it was only after her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, nobody gave a shit before Michelle tried to save your, your, y'all's raggedy children from themselves. And okay, then... Some, I, remember, I remember her campaign about like fitness and, and uh, healthier foods. Yeah. And then a lot of y'all wanted to act the fool and be like, oh, um... Our school board can't afford to sell healthy food. Michelle Obama is ruining our profit margins. Um, fuck her and fuck her for trying to make our children healthy and be able to breathe right and, and run and shit and exercise. Oh, and I also remember that there was some, there were also people who were fighting back against it. They, they were saying that Michelle Obama is, she's, she's um, fat shaming their children. Yeah. Which is some bullshit. Yeah, I remember that and too. then, so, and also some of the schools who pretended to go along with the shit did about it in the worst fucking ways. Like there was like so like and they they had a whole thing where children were showing they um they lunch plates because the school in order to meet the the um the nutrition requirements they weren't putting together healthy meals they were putting together like the same shitty meals just in smaller portions. Um yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was it was fucked up it was extremely fucked up. Um, Why y'all so raggedy? I don't know. <laughs> so the kid from the bus um. Well, I'm, I asked for his homework and uh, earned left in his locker because, you know, he's, he's not having a day. And he's yeah. like, everybody's well, like... Well, I, he's afraid to go back to... He's afraid to go in the, into the hallways now. Yes, he like, is. Because shit. He's like, everybody's talking about you and Devin's shirt. <laughs> um, even the kids in the other grades. If I was Earn, I'd be like, you know what? F this shirt. Let me just take it off and put the hoodie on. That's what I have all day. Can't do that. What? We can't do that because we like some of these some of these classrooms probably ain't air conditioned this time of year. He's sweating to death. <laughs> mm, that's sure. And Ernda looks like a and Ern, granted his his adult form is skinny, but that 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 version of Ern, <laughs> <laughs> right? He's not a skinny kid. <laughs> All right. So um, in the background, which we don't notice because because the, the foreground action, there are two children on the stage in the, in the lunchroom who are practicing some dance moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they use the original Georgia flag, not the original, but the one that was the Georgia flag back in the nineties, mm-hmm. which is a, um, 
which is the, you know, the rebel flag, really big, basically, mm. with this with a blue outline around it. Oh, boy. Yeah. And they made sure you saw that shit, too. There's a clear shot of it. Symbolism. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, but we they, they basically explained that, you know, that like he's going to get beat up if the older kids find out that his shirt is fake. Because, you know, like, um, um, you know, because, like, that's what happens. You can't wear no fake stuff to school without the shirt baking on you. Yeah, uh, and, I guess, I guess the, one of his friends literally says it, like, he literally puts it into words. As yeah. Opposed to, if you haven't figured it out yet, right. you will get beat up. <laughs> So. Right, and so and so he's like, luckily Johnny Lee and Combo didn't the white kids like, no, he's here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he came he's in late today. Mm-hmm. We shared a class together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how early was telling the white kid the, the deal. He's like, I can't be wearing. Uh, they think my my shirt is bootleg, and he's like, and the kids like bootleg, fake. <laughs> 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 and so you see the older kids picking on Devin. Yeah. And Devin's trying to explain this his, his, that his this dad. This from earlier. Yeah, his dad bought his shirt for him. And so he he basically ends up running out and they start calling him sensitive and talk about he's crying and shit. You know, just picking on him. Like, why you why you gotta be sensitive? Why you gotta be like that? Um, and so the next scene is um fucking Alfred stealing from people's lockers. I was like, that's the smoothest shit ever. Because no, they don't call it out, they don't point it at all. It's just Alfred is clearly not in his locker because the stuff he's pulling out, it doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. And then the fact that he walks to another locker right next to it and starts. Yeah. And so so the, are those kids, so are those kids just irresponsible about locking their lockers? Is that what It might on? be. Or is, yeah. Okay. And he finds the fucking Rush Hour soundtrack in one of these lockers, which killed, <laughs> which killed the shit out of me. So it might be 98 because like, it might be not. Well, Ern would have had to gotten that equipment I poster really quick. And it don't look cold. I mean, so I'm assuming it's 99. I just assume it's spring of 99. Uh, that would be the well, most likely thing is, is spring of 99. Because um, the Rush Hour soundtrack came out. Rush Hour came out in 98. Because the Rush Hour 1 soundtrack has uh, Drew Hill. How deep is your love for me? And tell me what it's gonna be. Do you know that song? So that's, that was what that song was made for? Yeah, it was made for the Rush Hour soundtrack. Oh. Yeah, a Spanish-sounding song for a movie that, that's about um, an Asian cop. And a black dude. Okay. Doesn't make sense at all, I know. Um, the music video is even worse because the music video is, is filmed in like, um, in I think it's filmed in Tokyo, but it's got Spanish guitars all over it. And also, um, the other niggas in Drew who are not Cisco and Jazz can't dance. Uh, I, remember, I remember you saying that before. You said yeah. that there. Yeah, Jazz can move for of... a bit, dude. Nokia already can't. Woody was awful. And so Cisco, that's why he dyed the hair blonde and was doing all the sh- extra shit because he was trying to pull the focus from the fact that Woody couldn't fucking dance. And I'm sure you know, of course, I'm sure you know who Cisco is, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. This was before he was solo. This is when he was just the lead singer, Drew Hill. If you, so, have, a, you have a chance, look up that video of How Do You Your Love. It's a mess. So, so I'll... You know that this whole scene says of the fact that you know when 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 Ern's in trouble, <laughs> he runs to Al. <laughs> yeah, so he sneaks out and tells Al the whole deal. You know that um, I my they think my shirt is fake. Um, they're gonna beat me up, and it's funny. Oh, I've got to mention Al was like, "Hey, you see that Dragon Ball Z last night?" 
I know. And Ernest like, no, my mom won't let me watch it no more. He saw the black dupe, <laughs> the big red lips, and t- told me to turn on. <laughs> when I, Mr. Popo. When I saw that, when I saw that, I was like, Brandon's gonna shout. I did this, this scene because everybody, because no one, it's like one of those things that nobody actually talks about, but hmm. we know what it is implying. Anybody who's seen Dragon Ball knows this. Yeah, we just don't talk about it. Mr. Popo. Oh, Kwame. Yeah. Uh, trivia fact. Did you know that Mr. Popo's, the voice actor for Mr. Popo, I told Moji this on, the, on our recaps, is Alvin Sanders, who plays um, Pop Tate on Riverdale. I did not know that. Yeah. Li- Next time you watch Riverdale, watch the episode with Pop Tate. Listen at him real close. <laughs> Interesting. And also, just FYI, anybody, um, later episodes or later like read, read, retellings of Dragon Ball Z, um, they've recolored Mr. Popo so that way he's not as offensive. Really? Yeah. I want to see that. So I'm I'm curious because yeah, that shit killed me. That's that's the shit my mom would do. Um, yeah. cause my, I, I was it? home from college. Mind you, I'm already like legally an adult. I'm just at my mom's house watching, um, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, okay. And there was an episode where they're like, repeat after me. I, I am, am, sofa, sofa, king, king, retarded, retarded. It was that episode. And then so my mom was like, what are you watching? Like, mama, this is, it's, it's all, it's a cartoon on the Cartoon Network. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> walks away goes to another room and then she, by the time she came back Shake you remember Shake was saying something that was, someone was saying something was stuck up his ass and mom was like nope that's it turn off that nasty station right now <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine if she had seen me watching um, Dragon Ball Z and Mr. Popo coming there. Oh, oh, Piccolo. Oh, Kwame, we're in trouble. <laughs> first of all, first of all, wait a second. Isn't Aqua Team Hunger Force, isn't that the same in the same um, adult swim shows like um, Squid Billies or whatever? It's that, Squid Billies now actually came a long time after Aqua Team Hunger Force. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, so um, Ern explains to Alfred what's going on. And it's funny because Al's heard the story. He just didn't know it was Ern. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're the... He's like, oh, you're the yeah, he's like, oh, snap, that's you? <laughs> yeah. And also, I love how Lacey Fair, Al is about this, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus here on other stuff, but you yeah. in my ear, but Oh, whatever. by the way, Ern says it was Marshalls. That was supposed to be at Marshalls they were at. He yeah. says he says they got it at Marshalls, so it's not it's not right. TJ Maxx, it's Marshalls, but it's the same company. It's fine. <laughs> hey, that's why I told you in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Close it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so you know, because uh, so Al basically says, you know, like uh, he asks how cool the other kid is, and he's like, the other kid is cooler than me. He's always got dope clothes and stuff. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, don't act nervous. He's like, you know, fake it till you make it, basically. You know, yeah, just confidence, confidence is the key. key. Yeah, just, yeah. There you go. Which is funny because I don't think Ern's learned that lesson until adulthood. No, because if you notice, that's, because isn't that the same thing that that Al told him in the same stunting episode at the very beginning when they're at the bar? Probably. 
He tells him that. He's like, it's not about that. It's you have to, it's the attitude that you have with it. It doesn't matter all the other stuff. It's if you don't have the attitude, it doesn't work properly. Right. So um so it's 258. <laughs> listen, listen. When that bell rings, I was like, did he turn into the flash? <laughs> he turned into he turned the kid flash. And he hit he boy, he he hit it. <laughs> Man, he went from zero to sixty. Cause he was trying his best to get to the school bus before any of them older kids get to him, but he is unsuccessful. He is very unsuccessful. They literally pull him. They li- a hand just reaches out from nowhere and literally grabs him and pulls him into a hallway where boom boom boom, Johnny Lee. <laughs> Who is an Asian kid, like Ali said. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, they are so raggedy. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, oh, he, he pulls Ur's tag. And he's like, huh, so his Johnny, shirt's fake. Wait, it says made wait, in Bangladesh. Johnny, supposed to say made in China. Johnny Lee is the, he's the brand whisperer. <laughs> yeah. And then so Al comes up. Oh boy. And he does and, and Al saves Ern's ass. He's like, man, this one's a real shirt. It's supposed to say made in, in Bangladesh on this one. He Johnny just saying that because he's Chinese. <laughs> in true, in true Al fashion. That is that is the most that is the most Al thing. That that kid is playing a really good version. Cause that's what again, that's exactly Al is really showing um Ern what he means by confidence is key. Right. What Al is saying is total bullshit. But it doesn't matter because he says it with such ease. Such, such ease confidence. and like just confidence. And so, and it's funny because even Johnny was like, I'm not Chinese, I'm Filipino. But the children don't even matter. listen to him. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter. They see, they see Alan is just like, oh shit, that dude, I don't know, that dude is, that dude is probably saying the, the truth. Look at how he said it. So, right. you know. Yeah. All right. So yeah, really so quickly, I'm curious. Do they have ROTC for middle school students and regular high? So, because the thing is, I didn't go to regular school. I went to magnet school, which is where um you get you test into. It's still public school, but you have to test into it. Um, so I never went to my zone high school. Uh so I'm just curious. Do they have ROTC for m- middle school kids? Because I'm trying to ter- still trying to determine if it's middle school or high school. Um, no, no, it's JRT- JROTC. So he has ROTC, so, a, so it's high school. So it's like junior. So yeah. it's like a junior yeah. ROTC, and then there's a proper ROTC. And then if you want, you can go into the military. Yeah. Like, it's J- I think it's sort of kind of like how junior varsity is. You got to be like in like the like the 10th grade, something like that, to be in um, like regular ROTC. But yeah. So, um, and it's funny because um, after Al does that, Listen, word spreads fast around these schools. Ern is on, uh, uh, it hadn't been like a good minute before Erica comes up and gives Ern her number. Talking about you can call me between like, six was, and nine. <laughs> I was like, that's fast. Dang. <laughs> and then the other little boy comes up and is like, man, I don't know why they tried to say your shirt was fake. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I wonder why. He's like, the 12th graders just found out about Devin and they going in on him. And you see, and so Ern gets on the bus and goes to the back of the bus and watches uh, as at the other bus where Devin is basically being, he's being a, accosted 
and harassed all the sure. way to the bus by these older, <laughs> nice ch- older children. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. And they keep laughing at him and they're like, are you sad? So you finna cry and everything. And they did like this long fade out. And I'm like, why did they do a fade out like that for? What's about to happen in this fucking episode? <laughs> and so the next day at fucking school, <laughs> um, <laughs> you see... Um, Earn back in his biology class again. And this time he's wearing a regular shirt. He's had enough of that shit. And the principal comes in. Well, I guess, well, no, I think this, is, this might be the superintendent because it ain't the principal. We saw the principal already. This guy okay. might be the superintendent. Yeah. Also, because yeah, he's, he's wearing a full a suit. Person. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he tells the children that um, Devin committed suicide last night. Oh my God. That was so horrible. It's like, oh, shit. And, and we, and we find fast. out that his parents had gotten divorced and he was taking it very hard. And so that the whole incident with the shirt basically pushed him over the edge. We didn't, you know, at a time he, that he really didn't need that. Oh, God. And so he's like, you know, the teacher, you know, the superintendent does a shit like, you know, where if you need to talk to somebody, you can go to um to uh, Miss Lindell and um and talk to her, talk to her who's a counselor. And so Mrs. Banks, the teacher, she explains that, you know, we never know what children are going through, that we all have lives outside of school. And so it's always best, you know, to like, you know, like, you know, like treat everybody with respect because we don't know what's going on in their lives. And then um, Denisha comes in um, late. Um, and I'm guessing that was that might have been Miss Lindell with her because it is a white lady who looks like a counselor. She just has a look of a counselor about her, just... I just got that vibe. And Denisha comes in and she is attentive. She is focused and she wants to She's read a aloud. She's a person. Yep. And it, it, I, the contrast is important because like, it's, it illustrated what the teacher said. The reason why she didn't punish her before, yesterday, is because she clearly knew something was going on in her life and whatever that is, you know, is working better for her. So now she's able to do her schoolwork. And I thought that you know, that is a good ass teacher. Yeah, because that is so. If for those of you who are paying attention in the, in the episode, you you should have noticed the stark difference here. And so, the, and the fact that they focus on it so much, the actress, little the girl, end. actually overplays it a little bit just so you get the. Yeah. <laughs> She's a little broad. Well, but. I mean, yeah, but I mean, still though, you 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 get it right. So that's how I was. I was couldn't. I, I thought it was something else that was going on, so I wanted to ask you to clarify, but now you mentioned it, now it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So the, the counselor was probably the person who, who brought her back into the class. Right. Okay, fine. All right, I totally believe that. Right. And so Ern goes home to, uh, and um a- uh, Alfred's mom and Alfred are over there too. And so like, um, what are they doing? Oh, they're, they're, they're looking for, they're looking for Cupa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, they have to be cutting, cutting out food coupons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yep. sorry. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. So the only reason I know this is not because my mom does it because we don't have that back home, but when I, um my my auntie <laughs> who lives in another state, like whenever I would go over back in the day when I would um, visit and whatnot, she she had those every time she would get the the Saturdays the weekend papers for the next week uh-huh. she would put them all out on the on the kitchen counter and she would start cutting them and whatnot so yeah <laughs> that's what it reminded me of so I was like yeah, that, yeah. those are stamps 
<laughs> Coupons. Yeah. And so, like, you know, like, um, his mom and his auntie, basically, they heard about the kid, um, you know, like, um, who killed himself. And, you know, it was like, and, um, <laughs> and, it, and it mentions that, you know, some of the other boys are messing with him. And so, it's just, like, you better say something to somebody tries harassing you and stand up for yourself. That people will bully you all your life if you let them. And you and your cousin got to look out for each other. <laughs> He's like, and and Ernst, uh, Alfred's mom was like, "You guys got to look out for each other." You hear me, Alfred? Take your feet off that off the off that chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so Ernst's mom was also going to put him in piano lessons. He, he, she wants him to wear a suit to the piano lessons. She's like, "Why?" And, and without looking up for her coupon, she says, "Because I said so." And the auntie gives her the, the look that goes with that lie. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was funny because it's like they're clearly like they're like of like they're almost they're, they are clearly sisters who are like you know like very close. And I even know Ernie plays like it's gonna be high. I'm gonna be sweating in this suit. He they explained that you are a black man in America. There's nothing more important than a first impression. You only get one chance to make a first impression. You're a black man in America, so you need to do the best that you possibly can to make that first impression. And it's so funny because he's like, oh, by the way, she's like, oh, by the way, I got you one, another one of those boo shirts. They'll say I never did anything for you, which is the classic yeah. black mama lie that every black mama has said that. They'll say I never did anything for you. Yeah. But no, that, no, that shirt now is tainted. Of course, yeah. Uh, ew, I don't want that shit anymore. Well, it's not the same as that one. <laughs> if you look inside the room, it's like a blue and a red one. No, she, no, it's a different. No, she she literally said it's not the same kind. Yeah, she said she 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 didn't get you the same color because again, a, a black a mother is not gonna know. She doesn't she doesn't know that that you'd probably want different kinds of the same shirt. She's gonna assume that you want the same thing all the time. <laughs> so she's like, I couldn't find you the same color. But I'm just like, the whole image, the whole imagery behind the whole fool thing, now that's tainted forever. Right. <laughs> and so Because it's the day, it's the day you basically indirectly got some other kid to commit suicide. Yep. And so it's funny because Ern goes and um sits down next to Al on the couch. I don't know if they're actually watching music videos, but the episode ends with them playing If I Rule the World. Which is the um, which is the song by Nas and Lauren Hill, who are two people who are currently in the news now. Uh, Lauren Hill for starting a tour, even though she has a reputation for not showing up to her uh, tour dates, and Nas because has her tour started already? I, I heard it did. Um, okay, because I heard that the first showing was not very good at all. In fact, I heard that it was terrible. Lord. Well, you know, she's she's obligated to sue her because she owes the IRS so much money. She's got to pay him back somehow. Oh, wow. Uh, and then, okay. of course, Nas is in the news because um, his ex-wife, Khalees, came out after years of holding it in and explained that Nas was basically abusive to her. That he yeah. was that he was an alcoholic and he would get drunk and go into rage fits and, and beat her. Uh, which hurts my heart because, like, Nas was my favorite rapper. When I was in high school, my late years of high school, he was the first rapper I actually got into. I was like, oh, I could be cool because I could be a Nas fan um, and everything like that. And it's funny because um, uh, where's my 40 Acres? Um, uh, the other brand, Phenom, Black. You know, like, they 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 clown Nas over there because, because of the fact that Nas has a bad ear for beats because they like, you know, they like him as a rapper, but he makes terrible albums, terrible records because he can't pick beats. Though I feel like what he does, he picks beats that are not as good, so you focus on him rather than on the music. But that's not that's not a key for anybody's success. But also now we know he's a wife beater, 
And he co-signed all the niggas who were on his side rather than being quiet. He was on Instagram, like, big up and people who are defending him and saying that uh, this is just uh, women with a feminism trying to ruin um, the the black family and everything. And he was co-signing that shit. You know what? Now you mentioned that. Let me ask you a question. Has, in all the time so far that we've seen... um, uh, a woman accuse, you know, a guy like coming forward with her truth about the fact that she was being abused. Has has have we ever seen an instance where the guy actually owns up to it and actually is is definitely, you know, respectful and not not respectful, but he owns up to it and he is remorseful. He does no, yeah, he's remorseful. Have we ever seen that yet? We've seen with it own up to it, like uh, what's his name? Um, Left Eye. What's the name of the man? Nigga, how she burnt now? Andre Rising. He admitted that him and her got into fights. That he would that, okay. but he he said he would only hit her after she had hit him a whole bunch of times. Which ain't an excuse. You you are a foot, professional football player. You're three times her size. Yeah, it's uh, and so that relationship, you know, that went south. Obviously, it went to the point where she burned out the nigga's house. Then they got back together. What? You've never seen a TLC behind the music, have you? You should watch that one of these other days. It's a lot. Um, you, 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 you didn't see the movie either, did you? No. Yeah. That's um, not, yeah. That was of no interest to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. The, 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 the funniest part of the behind the music and the movie is uh, Chili talking about... I was at the house and I heard her, the phone ring. It said, ring, ring. I picked it up and said, turn on Channel 5. Because T-Boss was calling her. Oh, my God. Turn on Channel 5. Lisa done burnt the house down. <laughs> Shout out to Fox 5 Atlanta. And so Chili was like, so I turn on the TV and see the house in flames. And I'm like, oh, my God. And left eye. You know, there was never a point where I looked at that house and said, oh, my God. What did I do? All I thought was, wow. The house of evil is burnt to the ground. <laughs> Brandon, I really feel that we need to have some kind of a talk about what you think is like funny. That shit was funny because she laughed. I laughed. She laughed. Horrible. That sounds. What if? What if she? What if she had accidentally got caught up in that fire? She could have burned herself. <laughs> she did. She left. <laughs> wow. She she um she put shoes that because Andrea bought himself a whole bunch of shoes and hadn't bought her one. So she put all the shoes in the bathtub and lit them on fire. Wow. Because she had previously done this with teddy bears, but the, um, that tub was made of a different material. Mm-hmm. This new tub was, it was plexiglass and it melted and set the frame of the house on fire and, and she couldn't put it out. Wow. Dang. Now, my dad didn't listen to hardly any modern music, but he knew who the fuck left I was because she burned out a nigga house. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, but, all right then. But yeah, so this is the episode of Atlanta. This was like this was like a really good episode. And it's funny because since none of the none of the regular cast was in it, it's all it says all the credits all say guest starring and co-starring. Because none of the um, regular cast is in it. I wonder who play who these actors are who plays um, um, the um, the younger versions. I was about to say the Arrow Gang versions of the Atlanta characters. 
The only thing I didn't get that I hope I was hope we were gonna get was uh, I wanted to see little Darius. Oh, we didn't get to no, see little you Darius. Know, you know the funny thing is, you know the funny thing is, I always thought that Darius was never. I always thought that Darius was somebody who came later on in their lives. He might have been. Like, I don't know for some reason. For some reason, I just can't imagine little Darius with with young Ern and young right. Alfred. But yeah, but yeah, that. So let's talk a little bit about. Because um, we didn't really delve into it. The bullying shit. The way that, you know, and it, this might be, just, just like you said, y'all wore uniforms. This might just be strictly like a black American thing. It might even be, just be a black Southern American thing. No, no, because kids will always find a reason to bully another child. Right. right? There's always, there was always be something. Right. So. And a lot of people think that as long as you're not getting punched, that is okay and you can take it. But at, I mean, just this episode on purpose illustrates, you know, like, so you feel like as if this episode is a commentary yes. on on okay. bullying. Absolutely. 500%. It is necessary too because a lot, a lot of kids, you know, even if they, you know, like they don't kill themselves, they might grow up to be bitter adults. <coughs> yeah, there might, might, might be trauma that lingers on because I, like, I feel like as if I saw that around me all the time in high school. <laughs> and it, I don't think I ever dealt with something like that in a proper, like a mature kind of way. Like I, I think back to to um, folks that may have picked on me in high school, and um, like I, I think I feel like as if I still remember it vividly, and I still feel like as if I'm hurt, even though I shouldn't, because technically speaking, like I mean, this is like twenty. Would that be 20 years ago? It would no, it'd be almost 20 years ago for you. It is 20 years yeah. ago for me. Yeah. So it's like, you should be, you should be over this by now, right? You should be over this. You should have like, but I, I can see their face and whatnot, you know, and that tells me that something about that, like you haven't quite gotten over. Right. Yeah. And it's probably because, and especially when you, when, when they don't, when people like that don't get their just desserts in your own, per, from your own perspective, Right, because another thing that the show points out that you just said, Brandon, is that you don't know what's going on in people's home life. All right. So, for all you know, from the bully's perspective, everything they're doing is justified. Yeah, yeah. Also, I wanted to make some corrections. So that was the principal in the suit, not the vice, not not the superintendent. The uh, I guess the guy who Alfred was um had to go to the office to. I guess he's must be the vice principal or one of the counselors, perhaps. Because okay. I'm looking at the credits. It says Principal Greer, and it's um by Rahim. Baba Lola, and it's the guy who came into the, like, you know, it's that dude who came into the, um, to announce that the kid had killed himself. It's the principal, not the um, superintendent. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so um, Alcoya Brunson is the name of the little boy who plays young Ern, and Abraham Clint Scales plays young Alfred. Okay. He was in Medea Halloween, apparently. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> You had uh, to bring it around, didn't you? Uh, clink scales. And um, the um, Okoya Brunson um, played, uh, I looked like he played the younger version of Jaleel White on Me, Myself, and I, that CBS show we didn't watch that got canceled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where it was like the fake, uh, this is us just as a comedy. <laughs> yeah, he played young Jaleel White. Okay. He's also been on the originals. He's a he's a he's he's been in a bunch of shit. 
He was even in um, Nathaniel's little movie. And in Almost Christmas. And, and in Hidden Figures. He's in a bunch of shit, this little boy. He's getting he's getting work. Yeah, he played one of, um, what's her name? Uh, Octavia Spencer's kids in Hidden Figures. Okay. Yeah. So, Brandon, let me ask you. Um, in terms of other themes, okay, you pointed out bullying and whatnot. And also, and, and to tie into that, I want to talk about the whole FUBU shit and like the designer clothes thing. Because, well, I'm a little bit older than these kids would be. So the thing for us wasn't FUBU shirts. It was starter jackets. What are starter jackets? So starter was a company that made um, jackets uh, <laughs> that a lot of them were like sports themed. A lot of starter jackets were like themed with like um, sports teams, stuff like that. Or just they just said starter otherwise. Um, and it was the sign of like, you know, that was the cool thing. And then later on. Oh, I know what those are. Yeah. Oh, I know what starter is. Yeah, yeah, I have sweatpants that are starter Brand. You have currently in your current possession starter sweatpants? Yes. Wow, okay. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know what you were talking about until I saw the logo after I Googled it. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so starter. And then Jordans when I was like in middle school, which I never had Jordans. I've never had owned a pair of Jordans ever. Okay. Um, part of that is because I yeah, got big feet. That was a, that was a big deal. And I don't want to pay extra. To- <laughs> I have, that was a big deal too in, in um, high school like so even though we had uniforms y'all still had shoes right? I'm about to ask y'all people pick on each other because of the shoes you know what are those so, so <laughs> we have PE and even though PE um, so PE we had another uniform for PE but for PE you could have like sneakers mm-hmm. right so uh, or kicks did you have to wear so hard like shoes it. during the rest of the school day uh, yeah okay yeah so it was just regular looking like black or brown shoes, right? But anyways, for PE, we would have sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. So it would the cool thing would be, hey, you can't, so you can't show off or you can't, you know, stunt with your regular uniform. But with your PE uniform. I'm going to kill him with this you, PE shit. Yeah. I mean, your sneakers can be bomb. Your your socks that go with the sneakers can be, you know, um, you know, cool too and all that good stuff, you know. Right. And then you could, you could, um, you could, um. What was those things you put around your um, the basketballers put around their um, uh, their heads, their foreheads? Uh, Sweatbands. Yeah, you could you could have that. You could have your the ones that go around your wrist. You know that you know this kind of stuff, right? So yeah, right. Yeah. So so yeah. So um, all those those uh, uh, shoes and whatnot. Um, I never had. I've never owned a pair of Jordans before. I, All right, so I'm sort of cheating. I'm reading yeah. Joshua's review of AV of um, on the AV Club of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so they filmed it at Stone Mountain High Middle School. Is where they filmed it at. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so we we're trying to figure out what school this is. episode and 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 um and Joshua knew. <laughs> Shout out to Joshua Austin. <laughs> Okay. Ali, Ali, go go, go over there and say hi. <laughs> I'm I'm looking for that right now. And let's see. Still not in middle school. Cause I like oh. maybe maybe these kids are right in like the eighth grade rather than the R O T C shit messed me up. It's the only thing that messed me up. Like that's why I figured it had to be ninth grade. Either that or 
they go to like, because like we don't have combined middle and high schools really, unless it's like a specialty school in um, America. Like some of the magnet schools are like combined middle and high school, but for the most part, you go to a separate middle school and then a separate high school. That's even in like small areas. So like you go to sixth through eighth grade in one building and then ninth through 12th in another building. And then of course, K through five is elementary school. Elementary school, but I'm country, so I say elementary on purpose. I see. All right, so I found out where Stone Mountain Middle, Middle School School is. Ah, it's in a small little area called Idlewood. Yeah. How far is that from your house? Uh, uh, Not that far. I'm looking at it right now. It's. It's a 15-minute drive from my place. Yeah. But this is... Oh, so it's on... It's off of Stone Mountain Freeway. Huh. It's right... It's not even that far away, really and truly, if you think about it. Like, this isn't... Um, yeah, because that's Memorial Drive right there. Oh, wow. That's pretty far. I mean, that's pretty... Um, Sorry, that's pretty close by. Atlanta right, is built cool. weird. Because you know I was apartment hunting. So I'm looking at how all shit is like plotted. Like, like um, longitude-wise. And I, a lot of shit I thought was further north. Ain't further north. Like Tucker is right up here. I was looking at Tucker shit. You know, because like Stone Mountain Middle School, Tucker Middle School are like maybe like a, like a less than a mile away from each other. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, then there's Lawrenceville Highway right there. So, yeah. Yeah, this thing is not far away at all. Yeah. This is not, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use you can use Lawrenceville Highway, um, to go. Well, actually, no. Just hop on Stone Mountain from from Freeway and just and just get it over with. All right, that's funny. Yeah. So essentially, if you just follow Scott Boulevard, <laughs> you don't do shit after that. That is hilarious. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but yeah, um, Brandon, did you, you, yeah, you said you were talking about the other theme is basically, you know, just, you know, just what, what kids are focused on. Yeah. Because so it's, it's like always what, something. The that, thing that causes the hierarchy. Yeah. So it's e- in like, high school. And it's especially, like I said, it's black kids. And it's not a, it, it's a negative thing when it comes to the bullying, but it's, it's a cultural thing as, as far as we like to wear our wealth. And that was the illustrated um, very well with the fact that Ern's white friend didn't pick up on certain cues. Right, because white people... He doesn't know. Wealth is... They they actually, they have enough of it where they don't have to flash. Look at Bill Gates and all that yeah. shit. And it's not necessarily saying that if you you shouldn't do it if you don't want to. But the problem is with, with kids who are too young to sort of kind of, you know, have the sense to balance that stuff where they wear the wealth, but they pick on the kids who don't have it. And my, you know, pick on turns to bullying, and bullying turns to physical violence, and you make a child's life fucking miserable because they come from a family that can't afford a starter jacket or a Fubu shirt, or if they do, it's because it's on sale at Marshalls, and because. <laughs> and I bet you his shirt wasn't even actually fake. I bet you just because it came from Marshalls, probably was like from the discard pot, the factory. That's what Marshalls sells. They sell like. Um, thing like mistakes, you know, things that are missing buttons, things that might be where one pants like it's like too long, something like that. You know, they sell like uh, the um, the discounted versions of everything. Yeah, um, 
It doesn't matter, but yeah, but it doesn't matter. It only takes one person to point something out, and like as as um as Al pointed out, like it only takes word of mouth. It doesn't even have to be real or fake or whatever. As long as somebody assigns that thing as fake, everybody runs with it, and before you know it, a couple of seconds later, the entire school knows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which is sad, but that's that's the reality situation. I mean, if you're a parent. <laughs> and you have kids of that age you you need to remember that time of your life and you need to then plan accordingly <laughs> right is, is what we're trying to say <laughs> yeah just because kids are you know the, i don't want to say like kids are evil but like kids are evil because they, they haven't they haven't had enough life experience and their brain had developed enough to know not to be evil not 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 every child is evil but there's some evil ass kids out there yes there are well, you know. <laughs> I see you trying to hedge, but no. Um, kid. <laughs> it's funny because Steve Harvey had a joke. I know Steve Harvey's problematic, but there was once upon a time he was just a, a harmless, com- well, quote-unquote harmless comedian. He said, kids are some cruel-ass little bastards. You come in the classroom, they have your side profile drawn up on the blackboard, and it's your face, and you got these big, they draw these big-ass lips from one side of the board to the other, saying, that's you, Steve. Traumatizing the shit. I'm 42 years old. I know what to do with these big ass lips now. <laughs> oh, wow. No comments. <laughs> and with that, um, you guys can find us the Say Something Nice podcast on um, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Acast, wherever else podcasts can be found. We are at SSMPodcast.com. And you can find us on all social media under the handle at SSMPodcast. This has been the Say Something Nice Podcast review of Atlanta. Um, I am Brandon. This is Ali. And we will see you guys next time. Oh, one last thing. And I'm, I'm, I might keep this part. That we really should talk about. So I'm still I'm still recording. I hadn't stopped pushed stop yet. Um, I'm, I'll, cu- I'll cut the rest out. Don't worry, it's fine. But this part, I'm going to make sure we get an episode. So two things real quick. So we never mentioned on the actual recordings. Uh, we made a mistake earlier, like the epi- like in the Woods episode. Um, Alfred's mother is dead. It's mentioned in, the, in like the pilot, I believe. So he was imagining. A, he was having. He was dreaming about a ghost in that in part first part of the episode. She came in and started picking up laundry and shit. That's why the laundry was still there. Wait a second, hold on a second. I thought that's what we said in the episode. We didn't. We didn't? No, we didn't. But so I, I knew that was a ghost. Hold on a second. Are you sure? I'm fairly certain that I thought we thought at least I thought she was there. So if maybe you did and I didn't, I don't know. But I, at least my bad. If not our bad. So my bad. Okay, well, that is that if we did make that mistake, then yes, so we are absolutely wrong. That is definitely not a real person. She's not actually there. She is a ghost. Um, and the other part is this. It's his, his mother's, it's his mother's, um, it's the anniversary of her death. Yes. Yeah. That's what that day is. So, yeah. and so the other part is this, um, in this episode, Ern's mom talks about the fact that, you know, clothes are important because she wants him to wear a suit to that, to the piano recital. Right. It's the same reason Ern wants to wear the FUBU shirt to school. It's just a different yeah. sort of rules. But it's yeah. the same basic concept Pretty much. that as a black person in America, like what you like is so important because you're judged from every angle, from literally from head to toe. So, I mean, like 
I don't want to belittle, like I say, it's silly to want to wear the shirt, you know, because it's there is, you know, you don't you do it because you want to be looked at and admired by your peers. Yeah, and it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like as a child, as a kid or, or whatnot. I mean, you. Yeah, it's, I don't it, want to say like, you don't know him like you're stupid or anything. It's just you know, it's you, a stuff. You just don't. You don't. You shouldn't be picked on it and fucking bullied and to, to fucking exactly. suicide. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel, wanting to feel cool or or whatnot. It's just you know, it's just part of you know, you know, whatever shit. All right. <laughs> but yeah. All right. That's it. Though. Let me make sure I mark this too. Building until it's time to go home. Right. Oh, one last thing. We mark again. Okay, I put this in there. Because somebody will be mad if I don't say this. The soundtrack was awesome, this episode. Um, they played all 90s um, hits. They played, because uh, in addition to playing the Chase, Tracy Chapman record and playing uh, If I Rule the World at the end, they played um, Flavoring the Year by Craig Mack. And they played um, uh, Far Side Passing Me By. Which these are all like big '90s hip hop records. Craig Matt, you know, Craig Matt died this year. Yeah, so like, yeah, Craig Matt, he was Bad Boy's first like really big artist, and then of course, you know, Biggie took that, you know, became like the star of Bad Boy. He was on um, featured on Craig Matt's remix, the Flav that song, Flavor in the Air, and Far Side, of course, is they like you know, like a like a West Coast, um, more uh, underground, conscious sort of a group. Um, Jay Dilla who you know became a very prominent producer in the late 90s and early 2000s he produced their second album uh, Lab Cabin Cabin, California from which Fast Me By comes from that's one of my favorite hip hop albums Lab Cabin California that and also Bizarre Rise of the Far Side their first album I should play those for you you would like um, Far Side I think they 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 fit your like style. Like um, tons of bass in it. I, don't, I mean, like the lyrics, basically. Like they're very introspective. Oh. And it's funny that they play it past me by because like some of the lyrics in that song are about like high school puppy love. It's about like, um, I think what the, the one verse is about the kid has a crush on his teacher. It's because it's like each guy raps the verse about like something that happened in his life that, you know, basically literally like the opportunity passed him by. She keeps on passing me by. Do-do-do-do. But yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, now I'm really gonna press stop. Oh, it's so time.